please be seated, my friends. If you have your Bibles with you this morning and want to follow along with me, we're going to be in Genesis chapter 39 as we hear from the Lord about Joseph. But I want to start with um, showing you this. To the casual observer, this is a cross, probably not a real highly decorated one. There's a little tail hanging off of it, which will tell you that it's backlit. So there's some uh, LED lights on the back of it. Uh, it's, it's, it, it's crooked a little bit. The, the edges aren't real straight. And, and if you look closely, there's some places here in the wood where the hammer missed the nail, and so the wood's dented. Ordinary to the normal perspective. But to the one who holds it right now, this cross represents time spent with his son. The project that Sam and I worked on over a couple of days. It was a father teaching his son how to use a saw. And while I wanted to step in sometimes and say, wait a minute, you're going a little crooked there, uh, you know, he's got to learn and how to use that tool so you can cut a piece of wood. And, and while I started the nails for him and then he banged them in, those dents there are, uh, are reminiscent of our time together. And when he hangs this on his wall and lights it up at night, not only does he think of me and him together in a project, but he's directed to his heavenly father who gave his son. There's much more than the casual eye would view in this particular piece of art for our family. When we take a look at our lives in Christ Jesus and who we've been called to be in Christ Jesus, to the casual observer, we might look like any other American, any other maybe even person in the world coming from a particular society and speaking a particular language. But we who are in Christ Jesus know there's something deeper there that the casual observer can't see. And that is, that is this truth, that our Father has called us into his kingdom to be a trustee. Here, son, use the saw and cut the piece of wood. Here's the hammer, nail those nails in. Here's the stain, don't worry about getting it on the garage floor. I'm not worried about that. Let's work on getting your cross done. Here, my people, are all the blessings of my kingdom, the Father says, and I'm entrusting them to you to be a servant and use them to my glory and praise. You know, I'm not worried about getting stain on the floor and if everything in your life is perfect, and I'm not worried how many times you miss the nail. We'll deal with that in my grace and mercy. What I want to do is entrust you with that which is mine so that you would use it for my glory. Our Stewardship Life Ministry team has asked, uh, uh, asked me and, and me with them that we would like to in, uh, go through now uh, uh, over these next weeks uh, a series for us in refreshing uh, ourselves so that the casual viewer doesn't just see us as a normal person of the world but sees us as stewards of the kingdom, trustees of the kingdom. People who have been gifted by the Lord God with life and all of its resources to be used for his praise and for his glory. So over the next few weeks, we'll hear about this aspect. I am a trustee of the kingdom of our God. Each one of us. Today we're going to start with this this guy named Joseph, as you know. And we hear in Genesis chapter 39 verse 1 that Joseph had been taken down to Egypt. And Potiphar, an Egyptian who was one of Pharaoh's officials, he was the captain of the guard, bought him from the Ishmaelites who had taken him there. That's where the 
the account of Joseph in Egypt begins for us. When Joseph's master saw that the Lord God was with him and that the Lord God gave him success in everything he did, well, Joseph found favor in the eyes of Potiphar and became his attendant, his trustee. Potiphar, over time, would entrust his whole estate to Joseph. And so there's some perspectives and kingdom truths that that we'll, we'll draw out from this account of Joseph as the Lord God was with him, as he is from us. Joseph was the chosen, chosen trustee of Potiphar's kingdom, his estate, all of his house. He didn't worry about anything except what he ate, we're told, because Joseph had been given that trust. Potiphar put Joseph in charge of his household, and he entrusted to his care everything that he owned, everything. Joseph had freedom to manage this household of Potiphar. You and I, we've got freedom as our calling as a trustee of the kingdom of God to manage that which is the Lord's. He doesn't dictate to us how or what or when. He gives us some guidelines. He surely invites us into perspectives that will be a blessing for us if we follow them. But we're not puppets on a string where he's dancing us around as stewards. We are called in freedom in Christ, to manage what he's given to us. And so Potiphar left everything he had in Joseph's care with Joseph in charge. He did not concern himself with anything except the food that he ate. Joseph left it, uh, Potiphar left it all to Joseph. Joseph was trusted, but also accountable to his boss. So while we have freedom to manage that which the Lord has given to us in life, with all of its resources, we are accountable to him, like Joseph was to Potiphar. What this reflects is a relationship of trust, right? At the, at the bottom of stewarding all of life and its resources is a relationship of trust. That the one who's been called to be a trustee is within a relationship of the one who is worthy to be trusted. And... That the one who's been entrusted will carry out, fulfill that which they've been entrusted with. It's a both-party relationship, beginning with our Heavenly Father to us. Now us responding by His grace and goodness and the Spirit's blessing unto Him, knowing that He is trustworthy. That's our God. If we trust Him with our eternal life, then he's certainly worthy of trust in all of life and its resources that he's given to us, right? He is. But here's where I find myself so often. <laughs> I break that trust. I break this relationship. I don't treat it as the way that it's been given to me as a gift, unworthy in, in my reception, but that the Lord would freely give to me the blessing of managing for his kingdom, I I like to creep in my own self-worthiness. Yeah, I, I, I deserve this, right? Uh, I've earned this, certainly. We could think that way. Or, or those other perspectives that when we're managing life and its resources and we're working with others or even reflecting of ourselves and something doesn't go quite right, the, uh, the board's not cut straight. I missed the nail and now that board's dented and I should just start over. What's worse than all of this is I quit. And I just let go of that which God has called me into 
managing as a trustee. I let it go. And I go my own way. And then I start defining what managing life and all of its resources uh, should be like according to my standards. According to what I'm comfortable with. Not according to a, a trust relationship, but according to a world-defined perspective. Trustee. To be a trustee means that where we start and begin is where God has found us. Not worthy, having not earned, in fact, maybe having given up, the Lord God himself finds us where we are. And he is the one who is trustworthy because he's our saving God. He's the one who's given it all for us. He laid down his one and only son that we would have redemption in him. How did Paul put it this? Paul put it this way in 1 Corinthians. It's because of the father and a relationship that we've been given with him, the trustee, that you are in Christ Jesus. And in Christ Jesus means forgiveness, right? And it means hope, yes? And it means a new life, a new beginning today. Where I am. Faults and sin and all. Today is a new opportunity as we've been refreshed in the forgiveness of our sins to go forward as a trustee in Christ. Our righteousness, our holiness, our redemption. <laughs> yeah, those great words that define who Jesus is, but now as we are in him, it defines us. The very character, the righteousness of Jesus. The, the holiness set apart. We talk about that as sanctification, right? Set apart for the Lord's purposes. A trustee. And that in his redemption, we know, we know that every day I'm going to be faced with that struggle of my sin. I'm going to be tempted to break that chain of trust and go my own way. But I've been redeemed. I'm his child. And he wants me to be his trustee. To be in a relationship with him. To know that he is trustworthy as he is our, our saving God. That he would bless us with life and all of its resources to be his trustee. You ever thought about that? I think about it this way as, a, as I ponder this truth. It kind of starts with a, wow, wow, God has, God has called me to be a trustee of his kingdom. Uh, that's rather staggering, my friends, isn't it? <laughs> wow. God wants us, our, my heavenly, our heavenly father wants us to be a trustee of his whole estate. Wow. That he would bless me, bless us in that way. And as we go back to the, the account of, of Joseph, we see that as he's taken down to Egypt, and Potiphar, the bot, uh, captain of the guard, bought Joseph from the Ishmaelites, and here's Joseph that we find in this situation now, separated from his family in a strange land, and now he's this captain of the guard's servant. What we find as, as Joseph is exercising his trusteeship is, for us, that as I am a trustee of the Lord God, no matter what, no matter my circumstance, my situation, no matter my past, I am a trustee of the Lord because of who I am in Christ Jesus. A son, a daughter, a child of the Lord Most High. This is what the Lord God sees in you and in me. He sees somebody 
that he'd like to spend time with and make a project of this thing called stewardship in our lives. Managing life and its resources as a trustee of the Lord God. Yeah, you're going to get the edges crooked once in a while. You're going to miss the nail. And there's going to be stains splashed all around in life. That's okay. He wants to spend time with us, shaping us into a relationship with him for his glory and praise. As he did with Joseph. When Joseph found himself in Egypt. Difficulties today. Oh, some little, there it is. Okay, let's see. Let me go back. Yeah. The Lord God, thank you. The Lord God was with Joseph so that Joseph prospered in this relationship that the Lord has established. And he lived in the house of his Egyptian master, Potiphar. So, my trust that the Lord's given me is an expression of who I am in Christ. And he empowers me to do what I'm called to do. Not begrudgingly. But what does Martin Luther say about our life as a steward? To thank and praise and serve and obey every day in the joy and gladness of who we are in Christ Jesus, right? Oh, that makes me think back to that expression. Wow, I'm a trustee of the Lord. How good this is. Potiphar put Joseph in charge of his household, and he entrusted to his care every, everything, everything that Potiphar owned. As the Lord God's trustee, as we are accountable to him as people, sure, my trust expresses that he is trustworthy. Because it all comes back, doesn't it, to a relationship with our saving God who loves us. And in loving us, is glorified and magnified as his presence is lived out as we are his trustees. Wow! Wow! We're trustees of the Lord and all of his kingdom. Thanks be to God. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, thank you for, thank you for working within us in the forgiveness of life our sin, from our sins and in the hope of glory in your kingdom that you would now entrust us with life and all of its resources be lived and used for your praise for your glory my ask this day lord is that your people who are gathered with you this morning in person virtually that they too will be struck with that that spirit's move wow i'm a trustee of god what a privilege what an honor this is father so find us faithful use us to your praise and glory for it's in Jesus, our Savior's name, we pray. Amen. Amen. May the peace of God that passes our understanding keep our hearts and minds in Christ the Lord as he works within you and us together as God's people, trustees of his kingdom.